Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio. Another Built to Grow episode joined, as always, by Randy Exton. What's up, guy? Hey, buddy. Hey. The intros, I don't know where, what, is this 158 or something like that? And the intros will never like be normal or no, no, we'll always keep them interesting. Mm. All right. (laughs) A couple quick announcements, guys. Next week, October 6th and 7th, we're hosting our client lifecycle automation. If you want to automate your gym, automate your processes, you need to be in this workshop. Uh, What is the URL for that? pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. If you want to sign up, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. We'll get you a call with me. Uh, Jump on. We can go over any questions, concerns, things like that, and get you real clear before that workshop. Definitely. Yep. We are filling up. So only a couple seats left that I know of, and it's a week away. So by the time you guys are listening to this, it may be full. But if you want to get in on that, jump in now. Don't don't push it off. Don't push it off because I don't think we have another think, one scheduled yet. No, and half the people that are in this one were basically those thinking about last time. And, yeah. You know, and then they had to wait a month and a half to get into another one. So don't wait, guys. Time is money. Don't wait. Well, that kind of that, yeah. that, that, that kind of <laughs> relates to the topic of this show. So this show today, we're going to talk about what do you want as a gym owner or or a professional? I mean, if you're in this industry as a fitness professional, there's a lot of different paths. We'll talk about a couple of them here. But really knowing what you want before you get started is a really important thing. Yeah, you would think that it was kind of the thing or like pretty common knowledge. But it's, it's not because I could tell you I got in the business with no end. I had no end in mind. Sure. I just got into to open. I can do that. And I did. And But thankfully, we we navigated through all the the crap. I mean, gym owners just starting out in the last year, you've got it way oh. worse than we did, or I did at least. Uh, just things totally out of your control. But I didn't I didn't start with the end in mind. I didn't know what I wanted at the end of the day. I, I knew I wanted to open a gym. I knew I could do it. I felt good about it. I loved fitness. Um, all the things, not a real good reason to open a gym, <laughs> sure. just because I think I can. No real marketing sense, 10 years, 11, this month is 11 years. Wow. 11 years ago, didn't really have that. I mean, it's changed a million times since then. Back then, door hangers and flyers and email. Direct mail. And and, and direct mail were were what got you clients and how you marketed. Even radio ads were a thing. I mean, it just changes and it just goes in cycles. But uh, that's not what the show's about. What the show's about is helping you as a gym owner or a fitness professional, get clear on what it is that you want from this, because that is a common theme with calls that you're taking, mm-hmm. Randy, you've been telling me that a lot of people don't know this. Yeah. I mean, people, guys, and, and this is by no means is us getting down on you or me getting down on you. I want to challenge you to get clear so that your business provides you with what you're looking for. And that's really ultimately what we as coaches help provide is just clarity in a direction you know, based upon what it is you want out of your business. 
But more often than not, I can tell you most people get on the phone and they're explaining their gym and their business and their goals with their gym. And it's no more than what they're going to do tomorrow for work. It's almost as if they started the business simply to provide themselves with a job. And while I can understand that, right, everyone says, you know, if you if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Well, that's great until you become an entrepreneur and you put the financial risk and everything on top of it. Mm-hmm. I can tell you it's it's real fun, you know, going into your fridge and being able to eat because there's food in it or, you know, have gas, you know, to get to work or things like that. And if you don't have a plan or an understanding of the business that comes with being a fitness professional, you're either leaving money on the table or you could probably do things a little bit different and give yourself more of what it is you're looking for, more financial freedom, more time freedom. But yeah, guys, let's have that conversation about all of that before stepping into the arena and assume and, as, and taking on all that risk. Yeah. If we do nothing else other than uh, give you a takeaway to have you stop and pause for a second and really think about what it is that you're trying to get, what are you trying to achieve? Yeah. Is it, it's not getting another client today. It's not selling another deal today is we're talking bigger goals. We're talking about, do you want a team of people that run operations for you that you can kind of oversee? Is it multiple locations? Is it to sell and and have a windfall and do something else? So uh, let's take, let's take it all the way back. Let's take it all the way back to the personal trainer for a second, the independent personal trainer, that guy or girl that works out in the gym, training clients in somebody else's location or at a park or out of their house or whatever. This seems to be either the independent or the the big box trainer seems to be the entry point mm-hmm. from what I've seen in these years of where how people get into becoming a gym owner. Yeah, right. Like you're a bartender and you got a personal training certificate mm-hmm. and now you're living in LA looking to... Uh, it, it, <laughs> it seems, unfortunately, it almost feels unprofessional in a way that this this industry has taken, you know, the personal trainer and made it into like, this is person's just doing this as a side gig yeah. until they get a real job. Yeah. We've had our clients talk to our coaches here and like, hey, well, really, what do you want to do when you grow up? Like, what do you want to do after this? Like I they, know. Because in their head, this possibly can't be what you really want to do. To speak to that, and maybe just a challenge, because that's a great, that's a real interesting situation. And I wonder if it's this area that that has a little bit more because of the people that are asking the question, probably had a business on their own or currently, you know, run a business or a spouse does. I mean, there's a lot more affluence in your, in your clientele. So I think that they might assume that the potential isn't there. But I mean, at the same time though, industry-wide, that's kind of a thing. I mean, being the personal trainer isn't, that's not the end goal. Not necessarily, I'm not, and I don't mean that saying that you can't be a successful personal trainer, but you have to understand the business that comes along with providing the result. And that's what we're going to get into is the different paths that Mm -hmm. you can take as a personal trainer to kind of give yourself you know, reach those goals in time. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the trainer for a second. The technician, the one actually servicing this training sessions, the the person that is taking them through the workout, the client through the workout. You almost think about, about a plumber or electrician or an HVAC or anybody that provides a service. That's this person. And you know what? You And I say uh, like plumber, electrician, HVAC, Not that they're at that level, but I could also put the same people in the bucket as a chiropractor or a doctor or even a lawyer. What is the person physically doing the work 
to fulfill the to fulfill service. the delivery mm-hmm. of the service. So I'm not saying like personal trainers are down here with plumbers. A, a chiropractor, a dentist, a lawyer is also the person doing the work, executing the work itself, in yep. order to provide the service. When you're in that role, that that means you are self-employed, mm-hmm. meaning. Not necessarily you could be an employee as well, but my, my point is you have to trade your time for money, okay? You're trading your time to do the service to get reward, which is financial reward. Mm-hmm. You can only do that so long. You can only do that so long. And my point to this is, is do you want to be 65 years old still training clients? I would, I would, it's not that you can't, can only do it for so long, but it only comes with, with defined return if you may, mm-hmm. right? Like you're always going to be trading your time for that outcome. Sure. And you don't have the availability of saying, okay, that stuff can continue without me having to trade hours for dollars. Yes. You know what I mean? So yeah, I completely agree. And at some point you do want to have. And there's little steps along the way that you can kind of leverage time, meaning I don't have to do one-on-one. I can do semi-private. Mm-hmm. Smart. Or I can do group or I can go online but these are ways that, but still, you, it's you physically doing the work. You're just doing it from, instead of one-to-one, one-to-many. Sure. Okay, so that's kind of like what I'm talking about. Now, there's different paths this this trainer can take. You can go work for somebody else, just like the coaches here. And like Zach, he works for me, and they work for you know a gym, for an organization. That's one, one path. Another one is you can go rent space in another gym. And, and just rent there and train your clients there. You can go online or you can open your own company and facility and gym and go that path. But here's the thing. Most independent trainers or trainers in general don't have, they don't think about that much further than next week, Correct. right? Or tomorrow or today. And if you're a trainer and you're listening to this and all of a sudden this hits you like, wait a minute, you're right. What do I want to do? That's not for me to tell you. It's for you to tell yourself and look at yourself in the mirror and say, well, what do I want? Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. Now, I'm not telling you to go open your gym and quit your job and take clients from the gym that you're working at. I mean, if you do that, you're a bad person. Absolutely. You know, you're a bad person. I will tell you that. I don't hold folks that do that in much high High regard. There's ethics involved here. I'm not telling you to do that, but what I'm telling you to do is, is it your turn to open a gym? Is it your turn to maybe go and leverage your knowledge into something bigger than trading time for dollars? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you're totally comfortable. And I've said, I've done trainings on this about being an employee. People are employees their entire lives and they do fine. My parents are employees. Your parents are employees. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's what the majority. That's majority. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the the percentage of people, and why? So why is it that more people are are employees than business owners? The the line in the sand is the financial risk. Yes, right there. It's going to take 
financial risk that not everybody's willing to take. And I don't blame anybody for not taking the financial risk. You can lose it all and start from scratch. Mm -hmm. you, you can. It has happened. In fact, bankruptcy is there a, for, <laughs> as a restart it's button. It's a tool. It's really a, a great, it's almost a tool for entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's there for a reason. In America, that law, bankruptcy, is there to protect people from having to, I mean, not take risk. In other countries, when you owe people money, sometimes you go to jail yeah. and you can't ever get out because you can <laughs> never make the money because you're in jail. <laughs> uh, in America, you can click the reset button, file for bankruptcy. Yeah, it's on your record for seven years, but you can rebuild. It, it rewards risk takers. And that's what the backbone of America is, small business risk takers. Yes. Without risk takers, without Elon Musk and the Bezos is and the, yeah, all they, any of them. Yeah. They, they, if there was no reset button, then they may not have ever taken that risk and we would have no innovation. Absolutely. And, so. and that's what a lot of it is. You got you to incentivize innovation. You have to incentivize those mm -hmm. to take risk, you know, from a, this is, this is a government, you know, safety net in a way, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, you're willing to go take that risk. We'll make sure that if all, if everything fails, you're not going to end up in a gutter on the street or in jail. In jail. You know? yeah. I mean, there's no guarantee that you're going to have anything, right. but at least, you know, you're not going to be indebted to somebody who's going to, you know, come right. looking at breaking your ankles. So this, this brings us to kind of like the next person, the gym owner. What, okay. The big question I have to ask you, gym owners, why did you open? Why did you open your gym? Yeah, there you go. And here's a big deciding factor in, or a question you could ask yourself too. If I were to say, Hey, here's, here's $5,000 for you to invest towards your growth. Well, how would you spend that? I can tell you most of those trainers are going to go right back to certification. They're going to go back and they're going to check every box. They might buy some equipment. They mm -hmm. might do some things that they think increases or moves the needle in the business. I'd say more often than not, that money is not an investment at that point. That's very interesting. When you're saying that, I was thinking exactly what I would do. I was just going to put it in marketing. Right. That's yeah. what well, I would have done. Why? What does marketing do? Return on investment. Yeah. Okay. It, multiply it, it, capital. Multiply capital. Boom. Yeah. That's, that's business. That's growth in business, right? Yeah. You could invest in coaching. You could invest in mastermind groups. You could invest in a course in a specific area of business that you're unclear on. Marketing courses that'll teach you how to market if you don't know how to market. Mm -hmm. Business systems, automation. I mean, it all depends on you, what you want your business to, to feed you back. And unfortunately, this industry, I wish that there was a clearer path for the, the personal trainer to understand what he, what he or she should have in place mm -hmm. or should understand before assuming the risk of a business. Sure. You know, especially with brick and mortar, four walls. I mean, it's not like, you know, starting an LLC and training a couple clients online. They're literally taking on oh, you massive debt. You put a personal guarantee yeah. on a lease. Yeah. I remember when I did, I, I signed my house and anything else I own on that old lease. This one, we got it removed because we've been here so sure. long, but yeah. it's, you have to, because you're not established yet. And you, and that's where you pucker up a little bit and you decide, <laughs> yeah. is this, is this for me? And I remember the conversation when I was opening the gym and I was like, you know what, if this fails, I'm going to go bankrupt, start over. That was in my head the entire time. So I was so willing to just do it because what's the worst thing that can happen? Okay. Start over tomorrow, whatever. Yeah. I'll figure it out again. So. Gym owners, we ask you this, why did you open your gym? 
I didn't have a clear reason why I opened the gym. I just knew that I wanted to open a business and I thought I, a gym was a great one to do. I didn't, you know, as much as I went through every spreadsheet and numbers with my my mentor, my dad, I still, you know, none of those numbers made any sure, sense today. Yeah. But I felt like I had a good, clear picture, but I still didn't know what I wanted from it. Yeah. I just wanted to own and operate a, a business that made money that, you know, in the beginning, it was going to be a side gig. It was going to be, I was going to keep my job, but then I get, you know, I don't know if you know my story, I got laid off mm -hmm. from my regular job two weeks before the opening of our gym. And that just thrust me into the gym <laughs> ownership. That was- that was that oh, was your, your your company burning your ships of retreat without you knowing it. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine. It we forced me forced me to go all in, and uh, you know, and we made it we made it through. So, gym owners, what is it that you want from your business? Think about it, and, and it's going to be different for everybody. Is it to build something that you could be proud of that you can go to work every day, enjoy your life, and maybe you're training clients, maybe you're not, but you, but you're just running a business that you're proud of. That that's a good reason. Sure. Doesn't always have to be financial or time. Uh, to me, it does, but for you, it doesn't have to. For me, all my decisions are based around financial or time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, financial or time. Freedom. But I can see. I really can. I can see building a, a company that you can sit back in ten years and look back and make man, I'm, that was awesome. Yeah, all and, the memories and, and all that stuff. And I don't think that they have to be mutually exclusive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That is a great thing to do and appreciate and have gratitude on mm -hmm. every single day while you're building something that provides you with financial and time freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, those are the things that keep you going when it feels like shit's burning, stuff's burned down all over, you know, around you. Yep. It's those things that keep you motivated and going through the suck. But yeah, I think one of the things that gets away from, I guess, owning a gym is you don't really have a financial plan a lot of times. So like when you're working for a company, you have their stock options and 401ks and all that stuff. You kind of feel like they're putting together your retirement for you almost. Yeah, you you're know? forcing it. It's forced into, mm -hmm. into place. And when you're in a gym, it's up to you. If you spend the money because you're operating the gym and you look in your bank account and there's a hundred bucks in there and you don't have any retirement, you're just kind of like, well, what are you doing this for? And that hit me a bunch of times in the beginning. Did it get real clear when you did the Profit First stuff that we were talking about lately? Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about that um, probably on a future show. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, Profit First kind of forces you to yeah. save and, and pay yourself and all that stuff. But yeah, in the beginning, you're, you just kind of look back and like, uh-oh. And then one of our clients here, Kevin, Kevin's like, you know, mm -hmm. your financial, your retirement is your business. I was like, oh, because yeah. I never, I was like, oh, well, that's right. I'm building this asset over here that I could sell. And then that's, what I would have been saving at the 401k. That's a good point. I wonder if, for you guys listening, how many of you have thought about your business independent of yourself? Like, I mean, just remove yourself from the business. What is it? Does it run without you? Is Does it, it operate without yeah. you? Is it sellable? Is it a, is it an asset or are you the asset? And, mm -hmm. you know, for the lack of a better term, are you the business? And if that's you, this is your challenge. This challenge, this conversation is really for you because you're going to find yourself, and it, we're speaking from experience. We're speaking from the people calling us, asking for help in at the end of their road, now trying to figure this stuff out, guys. You have the opportunity right now to decide what, how is this business going to pay you back also and decide, is it time for freedom? Is it financial freedom? Are there systems in place for you to step back, take a day off, take a weekend off, take a vacation? Those are all things that your business should provide you with. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, the reason to start a business, now granted, I think that we're both 
it's almost like hindsight, right? We spend every single day looking at these business systems and how to figure out and how to make other people's businesses more effective. Do you think that in your transition, like if knowing the things you know now, do you think that you would have started your business and operated your business from the get-go with a different objective oh, yeah. and in speed? Maybe it would just be speed, right? Do you think you'd be that much further ahead if the things we focus on now was the focus oh, early on? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I would probably have saved more money back then and did things a little bit different and not got the certifications that everybody, tra every trainer thinks they need in the beginning. We were really focused around a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you used to take the whole team. Yeah, we'd I go. Mean, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so things change. I probably would have had the profit first model from day one. I really like it. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day -day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. But it doesn't matter. Today, we're successful. Sure. We're fine. I mean, you're, you know, of course, you're going to learn lessons along the way. But as I sit back and kind of look at where we're at today, I think I'm at a point where I've always wanted it to be about probably two or three years into the business, you know, back in maybe 2011, I, this is what I pictured. Sure. This is exactly what I pictured where I wasn't involved anymore. The gym's running fine. It's paying me money and I can do other things. So that's really, you know, and I always, my, my kind of my growing up, it was always rental storage units. Like if I could have a storage unit place that just pays like passively and it doesn't take much to operate, I think that would be a great business. Yeah. It's boring, but technically that's what the gym is today. It's passive. We're in a place that the systems are dialed, we've got a great team and everybody's happy. Like, you know, knock on wood, could change, of yeah. course. Who knows, right? The government and everything <laughs> else. Yeah. Change. But now we're moving on to big, we're, we're going to a totally different we're not even the same playing field. We move fields. We're in a different field. We're going into bigger risk. Yeah. Land development, re real estate, you know, commercial uh, real tenants. estate. Yeah, tenants. And uh, we're going to keep doing these. This one goes well. We're going to do another one and another one and another one. So uh, that's what I want. And what, what does that get me? It gets me financial freedom. We can do other things. And now I can have multiple profit centers or businesses that kind of do the same thing. So that's what, I decided, and I decided that a couple of years ago for you, what do you want, you know, in five years? What do you want in three years? So my, it was really a three or four year goal when I set this and where it's actually happening, right? So doing, doing the next phase of what we're trying to accomplish here with the gym and the real estate and everything else. So that's, I asked myself the same question that I'm telling you guys to ask you yourself right now is really, what do you want? What do you want from all the risk that you're taking? Because you're taking a lot of risk. It needs to be big. I think you should shoot for giant goals. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I tell people, even people that are at the same level of me or even higher, they can't believe what we're doing. Like, you're doing what? How much is that? What is that? You know, and then we're doing the SaaS, the SaaS yeah. company here too. Yeah. So just bigger things, guys. I suggest 
think bigger. Yeah. I mean, if you do anything, think bigger. And it doesn't always have to be more gyms. Agreed. I talked to a couple of our gym owner friends that have multiple units in the 12 to 15 range, and they've downsized. Mm -hmm. And they've said, yes, this is not the way to go. In fact, Tim, I think owning the buildings is probably the smartest thing that the, you The told. McDonald's play. Yeah. I mean, because then you're, you're double dipping. Absolutely. You got the real estate mm -hmm. as an asset. You got the business inside that. You can sell it as a package deal. You can sell the business and then keep the real estate. It just gives you way more leverage. Um, so buying a building, owning the building, building a building, all smart plays in the real estate game. And I really think we should probably bring on a financial advisor type person to just talk to the gym owners about this kind of stuff because yeah. it, nobody talks about it. And that's the thing. And that was kind of why, you know, our conversations with clients and prospects always come back to to podcast, op you know, topics. And mm -hmm. this is such a trend with everybody that we speak to that, you know, I want to speak to this. I want to make sure that you guys know your options out there. I feel like a lot of gym owners and, and trainers just get into that role and their focus is showing up for work, handling the work that presents them. It, it presents itself to them. Yeah. From a reactionary state, and they don't, they aren't really imposing their will on their business, or they're not pushing for what's next in their personal lives by way of their business. Or in, you know, business doesn't have to be. It's not you versus your clients. It's not you versus the marketplace. It's it's congruent. It's synergy. Everything works together, right? Providing a service is an admirable thing. And it's not you versus your business either. Exactly. And exactly. And we talk about that. That, that comes that comes up all the time. That you resent. You resent your business because it's not providing you what you want. And that's the thing, right? If you're unhappy with it and you're in the business every day, being the trainer or spending your time in the business, it, you're not unhappy because of the business. You're unhappy because of the areas you're working on that the business isn't necessarily providing. Mm -hmm. You know, you enjoyed all of that at one point. You right. enjoyed the time on the training floor. That was a reason that you got into business, you know, for most of these gym owners. But- at some point, the business, the things that happen around training a client have to be addressed, have to be solidified, systematized is something we automate a lot of those mm -hmm. things so that you can spend your time in your business only in the areas you want to and then step out and work on the business or have the freedom to work outside of that business, providing you know yourself with other opportunities yeah. as well. Yeah, I I don't think most people would just step out of their gym and just sit on the couch all day. No, you know no. I mean? the point is that you can now take that time that you were spending in the gym and go do something else that produces more revenue on yeah, top of it. Leverage, sure. Leverage, leverage the time. So that's the that's the uh, action item today. What do you want, really? I mean, that's just look in the mirror, write it down. I mean. You know, you're big on writing goals. And, it's not a goal unless it's written. Yeah, writing it down, all that stuff. I, to me, it's always in my head. I know it's against the rules or whatever, but it just, I've never had to do it. I just, you know, just whatever. Write it down, put it in front of you, put it on the mirror in the, your car dashboard. Sometimes I've seen that. So you're always looking at it. And if you're always focused on the goal, then nothing else is going to change that. Every decision that comes up or every obstacle, you, you cross it or you make a decision, it either gets you closer to the goal or further away. And that's a pretty easy decision. If you Absolutely. Know your, if you know your goal and it's really clear, is this today, is this thing that I'm doing, is it going to bring me closer or further away? And that's your action item for this show. There you go. All right, guys. Until next episode, keep changing lives. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now by clicking the subscribe button on Apple iTunes. And if you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you do us a quick favor, rate and review the podcast. See, this lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge help and we'd be extremely grateful. And if you're interested in growing your fitness business as well, go ahead and head on over to timlyonsbook.com and pick up a free copy of my book, Built to Grow. Until next time, keep building something great.